Welcome back to MassQ's Get a Q podcast. My name is Brandon Hall. I'm pleased to be joined today by Erica Sandstrom. Erica is in the Peabody Public Schools, is uh, best known as Green Screen Gal on Twitter and elsewhere. Erica, welcome back. Thank you so much, Brandon. I'm so glad to be talking to you again. This is great. You were my very first podcast I ever did. Oh, that's exciting. Very happy to have you back as a repeat guest. Uh, And we're going to talk today not so much about about green screening, um, but about your work in mindfulness, uh, particularly in um, the COVID era here. It certainly is a different time for for all of us, uh, and that's kind of been an ongoing theme here in the season two of our podcast. But um, how how are you incorporating mindfulness in this you know sort of time of change? <laughs> time of change. Yeah. Boy, is it ever. Um, well, like I, I was telling you when we we first got on the phone that it's um we're definitely living in a in a virtual reality show here yeah <laughs> and um it uh it's just talk about option or um opportunities to be mindful it's minute to minute because of all the change and all of the things going on in the world but as far as mindfulness during covid i think it's more important now than than ever and what i've been telling people and doing for myself as well is really practicing being in the present moment. And that's what it's really about. You know, when you think of mindfulness, there's so many ways to practice it, Uh, whether it's yoga um, or even restorative yoga, whether it's um, mindful meditation, mindful walks, um, mindful eating. And, you know, of course, social emotional learning skills that come in. But there's, there's so many ways to practice it. But we're all so overwhelmed that I've just, people have asked me, you know, what can I do? And I just say, breathe. I want you to breathe. (laughs) We don't breathe enough. (laughs) And, um, and use your five senses. So if you're having a moment that's just spiraling you, which is pretty much daily, even in my own life, stop and use your five senses wherever you are, you know, look around, take a big deep breath. What do you hear? What do you see? What do you smell? Everybody knows their five senses. (laughs) And you'll be amazed um, how calming it can be, unless you're in the middle of watching something pretty chaotic. Um, sometimes I say, turn it off and then go breathe. But I know that these kids and teachers need it more than ever, ever right now. Um, did you want me to talk about strategies or? Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. So like some okay. of the strategies, right, you talk about using the five senses and, and you know, the news around us. Uh, on a daily basis is is filled with covid diagnoses and diagnoses and you know current events um you know not to get too deep into the political realm but all of the things that are occurring in our country plus the virus plus our regular you know day-to-day sort of stressors what sorts of things do you encourage people to do well if you haven't downloaded one of the amazing mindfulness apps yet, please do. There's so many free ones, especially for educators. Um, uh, I love the Calm app. I love Insight Timer is a a free one, has over 6,000 free meditations and music and everything in there. And you can go for one minute up to an hour. You just pick how much time you have. Um, I use on my computer, I use Mindful Break, which is a um, Google Chrome extension. It's a breathing bubble in the corner of your computer. And all my students on the Chromebooks have this there at all times for them. Um, Headspace. It's, it's so great that it's free. Uh, 10% happier. That one is hysterical. Absolutely love it. 
Uh, even Headspace now has exercise programs on there. And this is all free for educators. And it's so great that people are not as turned off by the word meditation. Yeah, now because yeah, yeah. It can mean so many things. Like for me, I'll take out a coloring book and start coloring sometimes. Anything to get yourself off of that um, train, I call it, the the spiral of, you know, when you have, when you're thinking of, um, you know, when you have anxiety, you're thinking of the future, like the what ifs and the worries. And there's a lot of that right now. And then if you're thinking of the past of regret, shame, guilt, all those lower emotions, especially depression and things that have happened. So many people have had so much tragedy that's living in the past. And, you know, there's nothing we can do about the waves of life. Just like John Kabat-Zinn says, you know, you can't stop the waves, but you can learn how to surf. Hmm. I literally have that quote on post-it notes in my car. I have a poster of it I made where I'm on a surfboard from the green screen on my wall. <laughs> I have it in my four rooms of my house because these waves are going to come, especially this week. It's proven it. But you can learn how to surf through them using mindfulness and using techniques that work for you. Um, I always tell people the surfboard is your mindfulness. It's in, it's in your backpack at all times, you know, well, the surfboard's not in your backpack, but, uh, (laughs) yeah. So riding those waves, when you recognize that you're getting anxious, that's when you go grab one of those breathing bubbles. Or, um, I do with my students a lot and I have a lot of videos on this, um, where you take your hand and, you know, like a high five and you inhale up the side of your thumb, which is the mountain. And then you exhale into the valley and then you go up and down all your fingers and then you go back. Um, that's an easy one. Everybody, most people have a hand. Um, you can even imagine a hand. Um, I, um, I do a lot of mindful walking. I do a lot of mountain pose too. I did that yesterday with my students during a remote class. They were all just squirmy and stressed. And I know that, you know, energy is really strong. They're feeling the stress of what happened in in DC. And I had everybody stand up and just pull their shoulders back. We took a deep breath together and mountain pose. You basically, um, I'm a yoga instructor. Um, that's how I know these things. I'm not a, I'm not a mindfulness expert. I'm just a, a messenger, but I stand, um, and I tell them, feel all four corners of your feet. And as you stand there, just keep breathing holding your shoulders back. You can close your eyes, keep them open. And as you feel the four corners of your feet, try to even them out. And as the kids are standing there, it's just amazing. I said, feel the weight of your feet. And then I imagine, you know, tell them to imagine them with roots of a tree going down beneath the earth, you know, connecting you. And I try not to use spiritual words with the kids. I keep it um, very, very simple. And then I tell them, you know, at the same time, I want you to stand up tall like a beautiful tree. And, and it's just amazing. Like they calmed right down Mm. and it was, it was, uh, I'm sorry, babbling. It was just, it was beautiful and it was so simple. So just stop and breathe in those moments and then go right back to the present moment and you can take care of things. It's just, yeah. 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 And in a a previous life, I was a social studies teacher and a government (laughs) and a government teacher uh, before I moved to the tech realm. And, you know, my passion is still definitely in in politics and history. Um, And and I've noticed as a as a news junkie that (laughs) CNN's online feed, uh, when they go to commercial, there's actually a calm calm dot com has a, a 30 second ad. Uh, and it's just a clock on the bottom corner. And I love it. Yeah. And it's a picture of, uh, you know, a forest and it just says breathe. 
and it mm-hmm. works through it walks you through a breathing a 30 second breathing exercise and that's mm-hmm. it it's you know 30 seconds or 60 seconds i forget which but um it's interesting though because you know you're watching something that's so forceful and high energy and high tension and and then all of a sudden this break comes and if you're if you're paying attention to it it brings everything back down and it's a it's a nice it's a nice break um, I'm not sure who the ad wizards were who came up with that, but it was it was a good it was a good call. Oh, it's awesome when those come on the TV, the little calm. Yeah, take thirty seconds. Uh, there's a website called uh, Do Nothing for Two Minutes. I can't remember. I think you can Google it. I'm not exactly sure of the website, but it's it locks your computer up and it makes you do it. Um, I listen to binaural beats too. Uh, you can do that for headaches, for anything, for sleep. Um, just Google them. Um, but breathing breathing is is powerful, and it's not just to calm down because people don't like to be told to calm down. Um, it's because your brain is disconnected and, um, we have a new, my students and I made a new, um, video. It's on my YouTube called why do we flip our lids? And it's the whole thing about how, you know, your upstairs brain and your downstairs brain, um, your upstairs brain makes good decisions. That's the person that's, um, their frontal lobe, you know, you're thinking straight and, and then your downstairs brain is your fight or flight. And there's there's a lot more to it than just upstairs and downstairs. But your fight or flight is, you know, if a bear is running at you, you're going to run. You know, thank mm. God we have fight or flight. It's, you know, our emotional brain. But in these moments, especially this chaotic moments, they disconnect. It's kind of like instead of uh, responding to people, we react. I am just as bad as everybody else, by the way. I'm not preaching. <laughs> I have to practice this more than anybody, I think, um, especially during these times. But when the uh, upstairs brain disconnects, your fight or flight jumps in and you're not thinking straight. You're like ready to, uh, like you said, slam the car door and scream at somebody or send that text you shouldn't send. And, and in those moments, if you recognize that your body's starting to, to feel that way, like I feel it in my chest and my jaw, that's when you need the breathing. Just stop yourself instead of, you know, fighting the fight. Uh, but anyway, this video is great because the kids came up with a bunch of ideas of what you can do. And they're like, you could uh, go skateboarding or do an activity. You could go for a walk. Walks always fix stuff. I don't know what it is, but just take a walk. Um, you could take a nap. I love that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, the kids and one kid's like, you can start doing jumping jacks. I've done that. I've busted out dancing before. Just put on a good song, something that makes you happy. And it reminds me of um, I'm. I'm really big fan of uh, Gabby Bernstein's books. She has one called super attractor and she has this whole method called choose again, where it's three steps. Let's say you have a thought, like a freak out thought, (laughs) Um, or you say something bad about yourself or whatever, recognize the thought or this thing you said or whatever, or that you're anxious, forgive yourself for it. Step two. And then think of something that makes you happy and then choose a new thought. It's called choose again. And I do it all day long. Yeah. I, I, I Sometimes you start giggling. You look in the mirror. Sometimes when you're freaking out, look in the mirror and you will laugh so hard at yourself <laughs> and how ridiculous you look. <laughs> and uh, so, and I also love this one called the five second rule from Mel Robbins. That's a good one to Google. That's great for adults, especially, but it's, she has you like in the morning, you don't want to get out of bed, especially on Mondays. So stressful going to school right now. I know it is uh, wearing masks and everything. Um, With a five second rule, she has you, you know, as soon as you start to go down that spiral, count back by five. 
five, four, three, two, one, snap. And then you just do, do what you have to do next. Okay. I need to get up and take a shower. Okay. And then after that, you start to freak out again, do the five, four, three, two, one. And then you, you snap and you're like, okay, I'm going to make breakfast. And what it does for your brain, I mean, she can explain it better, but it, it resets your brain and puts your frontal lobe back together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but these, these techniques during this time are so worth checking out. They are. And I, and I, I hope that people don't ever see meditation as something else to do. It is like a treat. It's a dessert. It is, I get to do this. And, you know, I have this quote in my car. My car is full of post-it notes. It says, mindfulness is not hard to do. You just have to remember to do it. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Okay. Now, there is a... Cut me off anytime. <laughs> no, no. There is a website uh, that I found. It's called um, justscream.baby. Um, <laughs> and if you go, there's a phone number. It's um, 561-567-567. Eight four three one. There's no live human on the other end of the line. Uh, you you basically wait for the beep. You wait for the beep, and then you scream as much as you want, as loud as you want. You yell whatever you need to yell, and then you hang up. Um, and you can actually listen back to other people's screams on their website. Uh, so if you've got if you get to the point where you really need to just let it out, there's just scream dot baby now. I myself have not used it, uh, but I, I will. I will say that um, I've found uh, the um, celestial white noise black screen uh, video on YouTube is great. It's uh, ten hours of um, white noise uh, with nice. a, with a black screen, and uh, that is sort of my lullaby every night. Right, I put that on on my phone every night next to my bed, and I just it I conk out like instantly. It's better. Absolutely. Than, yeah, it's better. Absolutely. It's better than oh any God. melatonin I've ever. I've tried oh, melatonin, yeah. which works well, but um, this, you know, this is like an instant. I, I'm I out. Oh, I'm just out. <laughs> that is, that is so powerful. White noise and like that's how I like the binaural beats too. I have the same thing and, but like that's the thing. This screaming or whatever. I love that. That's so funny. You have to get it out of your body, and that's what massages. That's what. Um, yoga is that's what exercises that's what um you know all these people with trigger points like there's so many ways to get this out of your body because it is proven by science that i always say dis-ease causes disease you put the word together Mm. dis-ease and um yeah right now i've done some funny things to get this stress out let me tell you i've done some screaming off my deck and (laughs) and uh, i like you were saying like just the funny stuff you come up with a lot of dance parties, a lot of you were, I was telling you earlier that we were uh, climbing on our furniture, playing floor is lava. Oh, great show. <laughs> and just the laughter alone. And, um, and you're doing things at your house. Tell us about that. Oh yeah. I mean, we built a skating rink in my backyard, uh, <laughs> you know, lifelong, lifelong dream of having the, the, the home rink, um, my, my outdoor rink in my backyard, it's uh, 24 feet wide by 40 feet long, and we're just waiting for cold weather at this point. I can look out the window and check out ice conditions and everything else. I uh, My son, my five-year-old son and I built a, we call it a home bony. It's not a Zamboni. It's our home bony <laughs> so, to resurface the ice. Uh, it's PVC pipe and uh, and an old um, old bath towel uh, that will hook up to the hose, and we'll run that around to uh, you know resurface the ice. But we're, you know... It, <laughs> My kids have learned how to rollerblade. The you know they. Oh my got, god, that's awesome! Yeah, I mean, like I think about some of the things that we've done in the last you know what nine ten months, 
to try and, you know, be active and get out. And um, I've got a five-year-old and eight-year-old. They need to, they need to be out and doing stuff. Like we started skiing this winter. I I skied growing up and uh, I haven't been for about 10 years and we, we started doing it again. So we're in Massachusetts. We're staying skiing in Massachusetts. We haven't, I'm not going to scare them with any big hills in New Hampshire, Maine or Vermont, but um, you know, they like it. It's something different. It is. And, and I mean, just this is as tough as this been for everybody. I know most people would agree that once you stop being kind of a, I hate to say the word victim of it, but like um, staying in the stress state of it, I have had the most powerful positive moments this past year from all of this, just having the time to get off that hamster wheel of life. And I pray that these companies let people stay home. Uh, school's different. We have to be in school, but I hope these companies let people stay home, work from home and not sit in a car and commute for three hours a day, filling the air with <laughs> emissions and all this stuff when there's so much that can be done where they can spend more time with their families and be a better employee. Or I will never, I was telling you earlier, I will never go to the store as much as I did before. I love delivery. Delivery is amazing. I yeah. mean, I needed some Mac makeup at the mall and that used to be a, a half day event up here in New England, just trying to get <laughs> there and get in the store, get a parking spot and all these great ways, even small companies and big companies have figured out um, how I, to bring, bring their stuff to us. Yeah. I got, I got a, a picture from a friend of mine. Um, it's, uh, he got a half dozen donuts delivered to his house this morning. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, um, he sent a picture of them and, and we're just like, oh, where did those come from? And uh, shout out to Neighborhood Donut Society in Canton. Um, they deliver in Canton, apparently just in Canton, they deliver to your door. Uh, you just f- fill out their Google form and, you know, I don't know, a half hour, hour later, you get a box of donuts at your doorstep, um, which just seems amazing to me. That is uh, amazing. Right. And they're, they're like the gourmet. We're not talking like, you know, a, a little tiny sort of like um hostess donut we're talking like you know graham cracker crust and the the whole you know uh maple glaze with crumbled bacon the whole thing i mean we're, we're like donut donuts not you know that is awesome and i'll, I'll tell you like the, we were not using the internet the way we should have all these years or, or using all this technology like the fact that you can get donuts but also that brings jobs people could you know here we are solving the world's problems, Brandon. Uh, delivery <laughs> people. I mean, like even teenagers could get jobs as delivery people for all these companies. Like, and ha- and they're out being active. You know, yeah, as long as right. they're safe and stuff. But people could be delivering everything. I just, I think it's so cool, and I think it's great that people have reconnected with their families and a lot of things that people have worked things out with their families. But you know, there's also so much stress too. I feel a little spoiled, uh, very spoiled because I still have my job, you know, um, I still have my roof over my head and all that, but I am definitely practicing gratitude at a level that I never have. And that was the other thing too. Right now, the, I think the most powerful magic wand for all of us is gratitude. Yeah. And I'm not just saying, um, like I always say this to the kids, you know, what are you grateful for? And they always say, Oh, my house, my family, my, my dog. And I said, okay, yes, but Gratitude is actually a scientific process. You know, Oprah can tell it better. From the time you get up to the time you go to sleep, what little things throughout your day were you grateful for? It literally changes your brain chemistry to to look for the positive in things, and it starts to change your world. 
the more I use my gratitude journal, the more positive things, even this phone call with you and things like opportunities come to me. And I use something called the thankful app. There's a lot of apps out there, but this one's really cool because you can use voice to text. Even you can put a picture for each day and then you just put three to five things you're thankful for or grateful for. And there's some days that I can't stop talking or I can't stop typing. And there's other days I'm like, well, I saw a squirrel today. That was kind of cute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, coffee was hot and, uh, yeah, um, pretty good hair day, I guess. And you have those days, but every night it dings at me. I have a reminder on my phone. What are you thankful for every night at nine, 9 PM? So, and I, even on the days I don't feel like doing it, I do it. And then you have this amazing diary to look back on. And it is just, it's that little thing, even with your students, I think every teacher, in my opinion, should do that with their students um, every day. And there's some kids like to write it down, but there's power in the words. It's not just saying it out loud. There's power in keeping it somewhere. But someone lazy like me, I like my little voice to text app and I just spill it out every night. <laughs> so do you keep a gratitude journal? Uh, no. <laughs> All right. You will now. Yeah. Like, you just pressured you to. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I think about a lot of times, like, you think about the things that we're grateful for and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to get stuck in the, like you get in your car every morning and you drive to work and you do your thing at work and you come home and you eat dinner and you go to bed. It's, it's another to then say, you know, at the end of the day, like, like, man, that was, that was a really great experience that I had with this person. Um, or, what a beautiful day today. It was so wonderful to be outside. You know, that kind of stuff. You try and stop for a second and think about that kind of stuff. That's probably more where I'm my my you know, where where my thought process is, right? Like so I'm not as mm-hmm. journaled uh in it, but the the idea I love the idea of being able to go back and then look at at those things. Uh sort of like a time hop almost. That's pretty Oh, cool. it's a riot. Yeah. I look back in that thing all the time and I'm like, wow, I forgot about that. Oh man, that day was interesting. And um but there there is actual, you know, when you actually start to study gratitude, uh there's so much power in it. And I'm not a journal person myself as much as that's powerful for for that. But these apps and all this stuff make it easy. And this one for me is fun now because I changed my mind about it. It's not something extra. It's like it's actually proving to be magic for me. I I feel like the more I do it, the uh, more positive my weeks are, the more positive my days are. And um, I just notice things more like I'm really into I I paint, too. I used to own a a, a, I still do a company called the Painters Pub. Mm. um, I was one of the first traveling paint and sip people. Um, But I, I look at clouds. And I'm like, how many colors do I see in those clouds today? Oh, those are beautiful. And I think, how can I paint those? And so it's it's forced me in my ADHD brain here to stop more because I do get caught in the spiral. Yeah. We all do. Yeah, there's um, a there's a farm yeah. there's a farm that I drive by every day, both ways, um, to and from work. But going to work, it's usually around sunrise. And as I come around this, they come around the bend of the road. The the road makes like a 45 degree turn. Um, and then it opens up onto this big open field. It's basically, it's a, the people are growing, it's an open field and they grow the grass there to feed their cows that are across the street. So you turn and there's this old red farmhouse that's kind of abandoned and you can see, say like a half mile, um, to the, to the east, 
and the sun always comes up over the trees and there's these gorgeous oh. colors every day. And there have been times where I've stopped just to take a picture of it um, or, you know, driven by. And, and I've, I have friends that go the other way um, that are driving and they say the same thing about the sunset coming up the hill. So it's interesting that, you know, some people recognize that I've seen people pulled over. I've seen like multiple people pulled over with telephoto lenses and things to take pictures. Um, but it, it kind of reminds me of this is, uh, there's a this the, the, you're gonna have to bear with me here for a second. This song lyric, um, it's uh, good times gone and you miss them. What's gone wrong in your system? Things bounce. Things they bounce like a Spalding, like a basketball. Um, what did you think? Did you miss your calling? It's so free. This kind of feeling. It's like life. It's so appealing when you've got so much to say. It's called gratitude, and that's a song by the Beastie Boys. Wow. Yeah, it's a song by the Beastie Boys called Gratitude. Um, and it's a, it's one of my favorites of theirs. And I, I was fortunate enough to have seen them before, um, MCA passed on, but that's another story. But the, the, they're a very, they were very much a outside of their sort of early party boy stuff. They, they were very, um, transcendental. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Yeah. They were very transcendental and they were very, you know, uh, very thought provoking in the sense of like gratitude and, and, um, mindfulness and you know sort of the tibetan movement um but you know i always think about that song i think about that song a lot uh around say the you know the end of the school the end of the the calendar year we between thanksgiving and christmas um it just always kind of you know in in the back of my head comes up um and i try and sort of send an email of thanks to our staff for bearing with us in all of these crazy times Absolutely. Grat- I mean, having gratitude for others is, boy, do people love that when you when you do that. And uh, I'm actually looking up the lyrics of that right now. That was beautiful. <laughs> but, you know, it wasn't quite the same um, uh, delivery that, you know, we would have gotten out of. Uh... Well, it's funny. I didn't pick up it was Beastie Boys because I'm a fan and I, uh, now I can hear it in my head. Yeah. Hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I like I like um, the song. Um, this is like in a lot of my new videos, except for all the whole you have to get permission for songs and. Sure. So I've been writing to Jason Mraz for, for months um, in the moment, mm-hmm. his song in the moment. And it, it's so good. It's uh living, sorry to steal your, your little thing here. Um, living in the moment, living my life easy and breezy with peace in my mind, peace in my heart, peace in my soul, wherever I'm going, I'm already home yeah. living in the moment. And it's like, sorry, I didn't mean to copy you, but it's like, you're so right. These, these lyrics and, these moments is I'm, I'm cracking up cause we sound a lot like Deepak Chopra and, and Oprah right now. Um, <laughs> but those moments are what most people have said to me that, that they're having more because we have the time to, we're forced to stop. We're forced to stop and, and, and have these moments because we're, we were missing them, including me. Do you run from practice to this, to bringing the kids here? Da, 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 and it just never ends. Yeah. And, it, and it's so, un, and self-care too for teachers and also that people are starting to uh, truly understand how energy works. If teachers are stressed out and tired, exhausted and stressed, their students will feel that. Mm. That's I keep saying science because <laughs> people used to just think it was like a spiritual thing. No, it's literally true. So self-care is not selfish. It's selfish not to do self-care. That's selfish is running yourself into the ground because you're going to hurt your students and yourself and your family. 
boy, am I lecturing now? Sorry. <laughs> I wish to get back to school. <laughs> but so, so in the in the sense of right, so so things are you know for the foreseeable future. This is this is where we are, right? Um, yes. So, how do we engage students? In what way do we engage students so that we can get them even out of this virtual? This is a virtual rat race we're in right now, right? So you know, before it was you know physical where you go to practice and you go to the mall and you go to grocery store and you come home and you're exhausted and you throw things on the floor and you wake up the next morning, you do it again. Um, but we're doing the same things right now, right? Except it's Amazon packages show up at the house. We log on to, you know, you know, the um, Google meet and you go into cl- Google classroom and you may or may not see your teacher that day or any other students. Um, and you're sitting in a bedroom at a computer and then you go to bed. Um, or you binge Netflix until one thirty in the morning, right? Um, so how do we break that with our students? Gosh, uh, I have some ideas. I mean, I mean, this would be a great conversation for a panel for sure, because so many people have so many great ideas of what they're doing. Um, but you're so right. I mean, I teach sixth grade remotely, um, the remote academy. And even just this week, we're having problems with kids on Google Hangouts. And, and, they, and that's the time of in their life, they're supposed to enter middle school and make new friends and find out who they are. You know, they're turning into teenagers and socially, this is very damaging. It's damaging for all kids. And, um, so we were just talking today now that we're all, and you have said you've started this at your school. Now that we're all settling in to the new thing, um, I want to start some virtual clubs. I'm sure many teachers are already doing this, but we used to have clubs after school. And uh, I do my Mindful Superhero Club, which is something I'm going to start up again and do it virtually uh, because these kids need to meet other kids. And so tell me about how you guys are are doing it. Um, You said you were using um, for your virtual clubs. Yeah. Yeah. So we, you know, we had initial signups for it and, you know, the signups were, um, you know, here's a. Here's a flip grid uh, with the teacher talking about what all the clubs, are. you know, we basically created a hyper doc with all the clubs on it. Um, and, and each club linked out to a flip grid video of the teacher and maybe some of the previous club leadership talking about what, um, you know, what sort of things they do and why you should join and when you're going to meet, what the, you know, expectations are time wise. And then from there, once they had their signups, they've done virtual meetings through Google Meet. You know, so you're actually seeing other students. If you know your friends are you're in cohort A and your friends are in cohort B, so you don't actually see each other on a daily basis. Or, you know, you're a cohort D kid who's at home, you can still join because it's virtual. And then within Google Meets, if your school has the enterprise license, you can do breakout rooms. So you can do little committee assignments in a breakout room. You know, so if you're a I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, maybe it's a leadership club at our middle school. They can um, have their, their, their club meeting and then do some sort of activity and then break up into, you know, the promotions subcommittee and they can go off into a, 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 a breakout room. And, you know, the, um, the planning people can go into a breakout room and the, you know, the setup people can go into a breakout room and then they could, the teacher can then bring them all back together and make really good use of their time, even though they're not there in person. That's, that is brilliant. I love that you're using Flipgrid. Flipgrid's so amazing. Um, because, yeah, because these, that's, I know a lot of teachers are probably already doing this more than I am, but I literally was just talking to my boss today. I said, let's get our clubs back. I know we can't, we don't have the budget and all that, but teachers, teachers are needing it just as much as the kids do. Because obviously being virtual is very different than being in person because of energy. And, but we have to make the best of it. What else can we do? Um, I also think it's really important to get your kids moving. 
when you were having virtual meets and so many teachers are doing so many cool things for social emotional learning and things like that. But just what I, what I do, especially if they're all, it's eight o'clock in the morning or eight thirty in the morning for these little ones. Um, we do some chair yoga. Mm-hmm. You can Google chair yoga, yeah, I mean, chair yeah, yeah. yoga for kids. It's a blast. It's a blast. It feels so good for me too. Um, sometimes we'll just get up and do jumping jacks. Um, one of my favorite things is now that Google, I wish we used zoom, but Google meets has some virtual backgrounds and we've been putting on taking turns. And for example, um, I started it with the sky behind me and I have the kids all stand to one side of their screen and pretend we're Superman. So then I put on a super song. <laughs> it was the cutest, it was the cutest picture that came out or video that came out of it. The kids just all flying. We were cracking up. And then, um, someone else did one where we were all running from running with the horses. So, you know, it's just silly things like that, but getting them to move their body, you're going to open up their synovial. Here comes my yoga talk, synovial fluid in their spine and get their ergonomics worked on. But um, what kind of things have, have you done with you, that? You know, I, I mean, I look at my own children and they're doing things like chair yoga and they're doing the breathing exercises and, you know, I, I always kind of think, I think sometimes about that scene in Jurassic Park, the first one where, where they're running from the, the, the velociraptors, right? Like, yeah. um, you know, yeah. Oh, absolutely. We've been doing a lot of things like that. Or, um, uh, I'm trying to think right now, just even put doing some karaoke. We did some virtual karaoke and that was a blast. That must've been uh, fun. Oh Yeah. And uh, I have a video on, on my YouTube too, how to change, if you use Zoom, how to create your own virtual backgrounds. So the kids that I use Zoom with got to do that. So they, um, some made videos, some made this, and then they came up with scenes or they became the, the character in the book. And then their virtual background, you know, it could be them running from a dinosaur or whatever. And yeah, that's why I wish we had Zoom in my school district. But for my club, we use Zoom and it's just a riot. Uh, what they come up with. And just recently, I think Zoom is beta testing that you can put your PowerPoint presentation behind you. Oh. Because, just yeah, it's so different. Because I know with Google Meet, if you don't have two screens, it's really difficult to see the kids in the chat box and everything at the same time. So they're really stepping it up to make this a better experience. But I just encourage people to, you know, get on Wakelet and, and look up what other teachers are doing and, or get on a Facebook group with other teachers that teach what you teach. There's so many cool things going on and you just have to step out of your comfort zone a little because I, I mean, personally, I need to come up with some new tricks. Um, I've also been doing a lot of project-based learning with the kids instead of having them on the screen. You know, um, if you want to teach them math angles, have them get up and go around the house and around the yard and take pictures of angles and, and then report back. Or like you said, breakout rooms or, um, just all this fun stuff you can do. I've been using Canva a lot. Yeah. Canva. Yeah, yeah. Instead, you know, if you want the kids to do the life cycle of a butterfly, have them do an interactive bookmark or like create a bookmark or create a um, presentation that's more fun than uh, Google. Oh, Google Slides is a blast too. Who am I kidding? But um, just there's just so many creative ways to get them to to share information that could bring them out of some of their stress. Uh, personally, for me. And this is why I do the whole cultivating compassion through creativity is um, when you're creative and you're using these different ways to express what you've, you've learned, creativity heals, it, coloring heals, mm. it heals. And uh, yeah, instead of just same old, same old, I don't know. Like I said, I'm babbling. 
<laughs> I love this conversation though. It's fantastic. Yeah, I know this is good stuff. And, and so just to kind of, to, to bring it all back together, um, what do you have coming up on the horizon? Um, what, what sort of things are you working on that you'd like to share? Oh, thank you for asking. Um, well, I've been doing this Wakelet webinar series with Mizba from Wakelet. I call it Mindful Moments with Mizba. I've been on, I think, five or six of them. Um, and we're going to create the, uh, have those either once a month or once every other month um, with him and James from Wakelet. So those are great to check out. Those guys are so cool. Um, and I also am finally finishing my online course. Uh, it's This first one I'm putting out is called Become a Green Screen Rockstar. I am giving a big chunk of it during the MassQ uh, conference, actually. They're going to get a big chunk of my course, and then if they had fun, they can come find me elsewhere and, and continue taking it. Um, I also am teaching one for you guys, uh, teaching, uh, it's called Cultivate Compassion Through Creativity. It's how to not just use a green screen, but also video production and also use uh, graphic design and Canva and things like that to promote social emotional learning skills and mindfulness skills. These kids are all kid presidents in my mind. So yeah. uh, I'm going to teach you lots of fun ways. Like uh, right now we're creating our own gifts. Um, and uh, I think you mean, really I, think you mean yeah, I, th I think you oh, mean, I think you mean gifs. GIF, GIF. <laughs> I, you know, I, I was told I've said for years on all these things, I keep saying GIF and GIF at the same time. And, I don't know you know, what told, it is. And someone told me to pick a team. So I picked a team. <laughs> I can't do both. We're going to have to have that as a theme. We'll have to have like, we'll have to pick one on this podcast to, you gotta to pick, pick a team. You gotta yeah. pick one. I yeah. can't keep saying GIF or JIF. Right. I just pick, I, I, so I had to pick a team, I was told. Um, my students are also doing, uh, I'm starting a newscast, especially with the remote academy. Yeah. Kind of like John Krasinski's Some Good News. And we're pulling it in district wide. Like, what's the good news going on? And, you know, kids can work behind the scenes. They're just as important as the kids that are on the camera. Uh, yeah. And what else do I have coming up? Sorry. Um, <laughs> goodness. I have. Um, yeah. So basically my course and then I am working on something I'm um, I'm excited about that has to do with the green screen and basically teaching lots of people with that. I can't mention that one yet, but it's coming. That's cool. And where can people find you online? Okay, sorry. Uh, people can find me at greenscreengal.com, uh, greenscreengal on Twitter, uh, greenscreengal44 on Instagram, and I have a Facebook uh, group as well. So that's how you can find me. It's kind of a theme. Awesome. Erica, Sands <laughs> Erica Sandstrom, always great to talk to you. Great interview. Um, always learn so much when we talk. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. Thanks for listening. Be sure to rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and anywhere podcasts can be found. This is the Get a Q podcast from MassQ, here to educate, connect, and inspire.